Blessings, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am Pastor Ewell, and I'm excited to be on this platform. I'm excited that Papa has given me the blessing to be on this platform, and I'm excited to make sure that all of you are blessed today. My desire is that I am able to give you a word that will elevate you, a word that will bring you closer to God. In the times that we're in right now, there's never been a time where being close to God has never been so, so, so important with everything that is going on in the world. So I want you, I want you to make sure that you share. Share this many times. Share with your friends. Share with your family. If you got the link on WhatsApp, make sure you forward that link to many other people. Tonight is going to be a blessed night. I'm going to be with you, but I'm going to be with you for a short time, and we're going to pray, and we're going to go. And after this, I promise you, I promise you your walk with God will never be the same. Amen. Your desire to walk deeper with God will never, never be the same. That is the goal for tonight. So make sure you share, make sure you share, make sure you bless your family, make sure you bless your friends. Uh, I'm seeing others are online. Bethel is online, bless you. Ruben Vales is online. Uh, Prophet Ruben, how are you? Uh, I have Debbie Williams. Paula, Paula, how are you doing? I miss your cooking. <laughs> I miss your cooking. Uh, show me YouTube. Let's see who's on. Let's see who's on YouTube today. I see Fabian is on, my little brother. He's blessed. I love him so much. He's been, he's been so kind and he's been so good, not just to me, but also to Papa and the family. I love him very much. Um, I have Vitali. How are you? Blessings. Aline, I love you, my sister. It's good to see you on. Uh, Daisy, how are you? Anna, how are you doing? Darian, it's good to see you too. Tia, bless you, bless you. Chandel, the rock of the church. God bless you, my sister. Chandel does so much for the church. She does so much. And my prayer is that God will continue to elevate her because she's, she's a true servant of God. So God bless you, Chandel, and I honor you for everything that you do. So we're in a time that... There's so much chaos going on in the world. And a lot of people are confused and they're trying to understand what it is they're supposed to do. They're trying to understand what is going on. And their emotions are all over the place because they're looking to the wrong sources for information. They're looking to the wrong sources for information. And they're not stable in their emotions. They're panicking because they don't have that closeness with Christ. They don't have yeah. the direct information from the creator of creators. So that is what I want to take you. That's where I want to take you today. I want to take you to a place where you are intimate with Christ. I want, you to take, I want to take you to a place where you're close with Christ. Amen. I want to take you to a place where you will never have to worry, where you will have firsthand information. You will know things before they happen. We have a good example, we have a very good example of a friend of God in our father, Prophet Lovi. Yes. He's been such an instrumental figure in my Christian walk, in my life, he's impacted me so much. When I first moved to LA, I was suffering from depression. Mm -hmm. And this was about six years ago, and I actually wasn't really a believer. I grew up in a family of believers. <laughs> my mom is a believer, my dad is a believer. If anything, we had prayer night every night at the house. My mom made it mandatory. But I was always hesitant to show up. 
I was always hesitant to be there. So when I went through depression, I moved to LA. I thought, okay, you know, when I moved to LA, everything is going to be fine. I didn't know why, but I remember just waking up one morning and saying, I'm moving to LA. I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't really have a plan, but I just knew that moving to LA would make my life better. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that I was going to encounter Papalo. Wow. And little did I know that through encountering him, I was going to encounter Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. One encounter with a friend of God changed the trajectory of my life forever. Jesus. And that's what I want you to experience today. Amen. You know, it's so important to have a covering. I know some people wonder, so you've only been walking with God for six years. And I say, yes, this was actually six years just last month. Hmm. Let's say it's only been six years, but what's helped me to get to where I am today has been having a mentor, having a father to help lift me up I've had to avoid so many pitfalls, so many mistakes that many make. So that has helped me to get to an elevated state at a very, very rapid pace. Mm. That is the man of God that we're work, walking with. Mm. That is the man of God that Jesus sent on this earth to bless us with. Someone who can help accelerate our walk with God. Mm. Someone who can help to take us deeper, faster. So I just want to take this moment to honor Papalovi. I just want us all to honor him. Honor him, honor him. If, you, if you're online, just type, I honor Papalo, I honor Papalo, I honor Papalo, because he's blessed us so much. I know how much he's impacted me. Some of my spiritual experiences have been because of my closeness with him, because of my connection with him. Amen. Those, that's why I've experienced some of the things that I've experienced. And I know Papa's shared even this before. I was sleeping right here on this couch one evening. I was on this couch and... All of a sudden, I started hearing noise in the house. And I'm like, why is there so much noise in the house? Are there people? Did people break in? Because it was like in the middle of the night. But I couldn't, tell, I, didn't, I couldn't tell whether I was awake or I was asleep. And then all of a sudden, I was upstairs in the kitchen. And I'm like, how am I here? How did I go from being downstairs and then all of a sudden I'm in the kitchen? And then I see a man who was like orange in color. And the man, like he was standing by the stairs ready to go upstairs. And then he just looked, he turned around, he looked at me. And then he just went through my body. It was such a weird sensation, I can't describe it. He went through my body. And then he went to the stairs, he looked at me, and then he just went upstairs. And I just woke up. And then later that morning, I heard, I think it was about seven angels that had come to visit Papalo that night. Mm -hmm. And I was able to partake in that grace because of that connection. Wow. So that is the importance of having a spiritual father. I know submission is a difficult topic for a lot of people. Wow. But trust me, submission is not worship. It's really honor. Amen. Even when people see us kneeling when we greet them. In our culture in Zimbabwe, in Africa, when I see my father, my biological father, or my mother for the first time that day in the morning, I go and I greet him on my knees. The ladies do the same thing. So it's something that's ingrained in our culture. Africans are a spiritual people. So they understood this principle. So we honor our fathers, we honor our mothers. So in much the same way, it's not something that is supposed to freak you out, it's not worship. It's honor, it's respecting the God in him. The Bible says people will honor God at your feet. People will worship God at your feet. So it's the same thing. We're honoring the God in Papa Lord, but we're honoring also the vessel Amen. that God has put on this earth.
Papa has been a blessing to us. I can't explain this enough. I can't express this enough. He's been such a blessing. And I thank him for giving me the opportunity to be on this platform. Now, I just want us to get into the word. Before we get started, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be before your people. I thank you, Father, that your people today are going to be blessed. I thank you, Father, that your hand is going to move mightily today. I thank you, Father, that those that have come seeking healing, Father, they will receive it. I thank you that those that have come seeking deliverance, they will receive it today. Those that are seeking a reawakening in their spirits, they will receive that today. Father, I pray, O oh Lord, that those that have come, Father, that they receive whatever it is that they have come seeking. I pray, Father, that nothing will stand in the way yes. of them receiving what you have for them today. Father, even those that have come to spectate, May they walk away with something today, whether it is healing, deliverance, whether it is a word for their life, whether it is healing for their family. Let them receive it today in the mighty and powerful name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I surrender myself as your vessel. Use me and speak through me today. Let your people receive your power as I speak. Let the words that I, that I speak carry your power today. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So, as I mentioned before, we're in a time where it is important to have a close relationship with God, to be connected to the source. And there are so many examples of friends of God in the Bible that have done great exploits because of their relationship with him. So I'm going to start by reading off a scripture that I was studying earlier. And this is Proverbs 18:24, and it reads, "One who has an unreliable has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin." We have an ever-reliable friend in God. Yes. Someone who sticks by us and never leaves us. We all know the high cost of unreliable friends. Mm -hmm. We all know the high cost of unreliable friends. Mm -hmm. When we're walking with God, we know that we have protection that never fails. Amen. We have a source that never runs dry. If you're ever in need, you know you can approach God and God will answer your prayer. You know the storehouses will never run dry. A reliable friend will help you in your time of need. A reliable friend will show up when you need him. A reliable friend will help to elevate you. Now, a lot of the times, our faith is the one that fails us. We don't rely on God enough. We're the ones who don't rely on him. It's not that God is not reliable. No. God is very, very, very reliable. Amen. A reliable friend will want to see you prosper. And that is the God that we have. If we, look, if we look at the reliability of God in prospering his children, it's all evident throughout the Bible. It's all evident throughout the Bible. The Bible says he delights in the prosperity of his children. 
He delights in the prosperity of his children. God wants to see us prosperous. God wants to see us healthy. God wants to see us strong. He is reliable to bring healing. He is reliable to bring deliverance. A reliable friend will tip you when it's time to succeed. He will tip you when there's opportunities. That is the God that we serve. You know, if we look, if we look in the Bible, uh, when Peter encounters Jesus, he says to him, cast your net to the right side. This is what happens when you have a reliable friend. He will show you where the opportunities are. And what happens with Peter? His business increases. A reliable friend will give you tips. He will show you, oh, you know what? You want to invest in stocks? Invest in this one. Don't invest in this one. This is where prosperity lies. And that is the Jesus that we serve. That is the God that we serve. If you notice, have, ever, has someone ever noticed that Peter was always experiencing things that did with money with, when it came to Jesus? God told him, we need money for our taxes. He's the one who went and looked for the fish. It was Peter who was sent. When they, encountered, when they encountered the guy who was by the beautiful gate, who was begging for money, it was Peter who spoke to him. He asked John and Peter. But Peter's the one who said to him, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have... I will give it to you. Peter had the grace for money. Yeah. That man had the grace for business. Yeah. But he said to the guy, no, I don't have anything. He's the one who actually spoke to him about it. John didn't. We see that Peter's the one who spoke to Ananias and Sapphira about giving. Mm-hmm. That's something I actually noticed today. I was like, wait, Peter actually had a grace for business. He's the one who had a grace for money. God kept telling him, do this, do this, do that. When you're connected to God, you will not miss business opportunities. When you're connected to God, you will not miss investment opportunities. You will not miss opportunities in your acting. You will know what to audition for. You will not waste your time going for auditions that will not help you. You will not waste your time producing music that will not get you anywhere. That is the power. That is the God that we have. That is the friend in God that we have. That is the God that is there to help us with everything that we're doing. He's a reliable friend to elevate us. He's a reliable friend Amen. to elevate us. Amen. Come on. You see, the Bible says God is a, Jesus is a wonderful counselor. Let me, let me, let me, let me read a scripture for you. Because one of, some of the things I want to point you today, I want to show you the benefits of being a friend of God also. Amen. These are the things that I want to actually help you to. Because as you grow closer to God, there's so many things that you're going to learn from him. There's so many things that you're going to be able to draw from him because of your relationship with him. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, It says, Proverbs 27, 9. It says, oil and perfume make the heart glad. And the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. The sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. The Bible says Jesus is a wonderful counselor. So how sweet must Jesus be as a friend? How sweet must Jesus be as a friend? Because you know, it's funny. um, when When I went through depression, 
one of the things that I was seeking, uh, one of the things that happened, I was going through, I went to counseling and that, and that didn't help. Mm -hmm. That didn't help very much. It really took an encounter with God to actually help me. And even a little, uh, some time ago, when I was, when I decided, you know what, something is wrong, something is wrong. You know, I was starting to lose uh, my faith a little bit. I remember because I was still, so certain things were still fresh. And I was like, maybe let me go back to counseling. Maybe that will help. And there was someone who told me something interesting. They're saying, you don't need to go for counseling. You don't need to go for counseling. The word of God is your therapy. Amen. And the Holy Spirit wow. is your therapist. That is the friend that we have in God, yes. who produces sweet counsel, mm. who is a reliable friend. Yes, yes, yes. You see, the Bible says bad, bad company corrupts good morals. Mm -hmm. What better company to have than the company of your friend Jesus? Yes. A reliable friend, someone who will not bring you to ruin. Right. You know, we're supposed to be renewing our minds constantly. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things that affect our conditioning in our mind, Right. There are certain things that affect our conditioning in our mind. Yes. The environment that we're in, mm -hmm. the people that we're around, mm -hmm. and the information that we receive. Mm -hmm. Those three things, they condition our mind. They affect how we see ourselves. Yeah. As a man thinketh, so is he, right? Yes. So if you're in the environment of Jesus, you're in the company of Jesus, wow. and you're receiving information from Jesus your mind starts to change. Come on. The way you see yourself starts to change. Yes. Your way you think starts to change. As a man thinketh, so is he. If you spend more time with Jesus, yeah. I promise you, I promise you your mind will be renewed. Amen. I promise you you will do great exploits because yes. you know who your God is. Yes. It's that intimate relationship with Christ that you need to develop. Yeah. God is simple. God is very simple. Amen. All you have to do is to spend time with him. Because that is what Jesus desires. He opened the door yes. for us to have a relationship with him. Right. He opened the door for us to have a friendship with him. Yes. He opened the door for us to have a friendship with him. Bishop Richard was talking about salvation the other day. Yeah. That is the thing. That's the door that salvation opened for us. Wow. Salvation opened the door for us to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. To have a friendship with God. Mm -hmm. You see, God doesn't want to push us away. God doesn't want to push us away. Yeah. That's why he opened that door. He wants to help us. That's why he opened that door. Mm -hmm. He wants to have constant communication with us so that he can counsel us in our time of need. Yes. But if we close that door ourselves, mm -hmm. we're the ones who close the door. Talk about it. Jesus doesn't run away from us. The Bible says, um, I will never leave you nor forsake Amen. you. So that means you're the one who's running. But even as you're running, Jesus is still right there with you. Right. So you can try and run. You can try and hide. Yeah. But you can never leave his presence. Well, yeah. Because even when you're running, he's still seeking to counsel you. Well, even when you're running, he's seeking good. to build you up. That's good. He doesn't want to let you go. Yeah. Nothing can snatch you out of his hand. Yes. Nothing can snatch you out of his hand. There's another scripture I want to share with you all. Um, and this one, this one really hit home. Mm -hmm. Because I began to understand Jesus' love for me. 
I began to understand Jesus' love for his people. His desire to continue to speak to us. He's a God that speaks back. We're constantly seeking after God. We're constantly seeking to hear him. God has actually opened this door for us to have a relationship. This scripture, it really, it really struck me. It really stuck in my heart when I actually read it. This is Proverbs 79. And it says, one who forgives an affront fosters friendship. But one who dwells on disputes will alienate a friend. One who forgives an affront fosters friendship, builds friendship. One who forgives. If you're mad at your friend, you're not going to allow yourself to be close to them. If you're angry with someone, you won't allow yourself to be close to them. You won't want to talk to them. If anything, you will actually distance them. You will alienate them from yourself. Imagine if God did that to us. You know, the Bible is constantly telling us of how things ought to be, how we ought to be. But, you know, in, in reading this, I'm starting to realize that it's also speaking of the nature of God that he wants us to have, Amen. that he carries. One who forgives an affront fosters friendship, but one who dwells on disputes will alienate a friend. Yes. Through the cross, mm-hmm. Jesus opened the door for forgiveness. Hallelujah. The Bible says he renews his mercies daily. That means daily he's constantly opening up a door for you to have a relationship with him. Daily he's constantly opening up a door to foster a friendship with you, to build a friendship with you. One who forgives an affront fosters friendship, but one who dwells on disputes will alienate a friend. God shut the door on disputes. He shut the door on disputes so that you can never be alienated from him. That's the friend that we have in God. That's the friend that we have in Jesus. He doesn't want you to be alienated from him. He doesn't want that door for friendship to be closed because he wants you to be his friend. A reliable friend will give you reliable information. If you're closed off and you alienate a friend and he has an opportunity for you, are you going to get it? No. You're going to miss that opportunity. God God was like, if I, w- I want to bless my people and I want them to receive what I have. Mm-hmm. I want them to be hear from me consistently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want them to keep getting blessed. Wow. So let me open up this door through the crucifixion. Yeah. Through the crucifixion. Wow. So that they'll have constant communication with me. Mm-hmm. They'll have a direct line of communication with me. Mm-hmm. Are you taking advantage of that direct line? Mm-hmm. Are you taking advantage of that opportunity, that door that has been opened for you to consistently be in communion with God. That is why Papalo emphasizes prayer so much. Because when we're praying, we're communicating with God. That is the way to develop and to foster a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. He opened that door. He doesn't want you to be alienated. You're not by yourself. That door for disputes, that door for anger, it was shut down by God. You might think I made a mistake and God has shut the door on me. No. God set this up so that you won't be shut out. I'm here to prophesy to somebody today. 
that you will hear from God regarding your business, regarding your investments, regarding your career, regarding your walk with him. God will consistently speak to you because that door has been open for you to hear from him day in and day out. As you go to sleep, as you wake up, God will be speaking to you. God will not shut the door from you. God will not shut the door from you. God will not shut that door from you because that door has been opened and it's open for life. If anything, God has removed the hinges off that door. There is no more door that is blocking the path to you receiving Christ, to you receiving a word from Christ, to you receiving direction from Christ. Yes. That is the Jesus that we walk with. That is the Jesus that we walk with. He doesn't want to leave you alienated. He doesn't want to leave you alienated. Jesus loves you too much. Jesus loves you too much. He wanted to make sure that door remained open. So he took off the hinges. He said, my mercies will renew daily. In your time of need, I will be your wonderful counselor. I will be the sweetest friend that you've ever had. I will be the sweetest friend that you ever had. Your desire should be to get close to Christ. Your desire should be to, be to get close to Jesus, to be intimate with him, to be a friend of God. You see, when you become a friend of God, he begin, begins to defend you, even when you're not around. We all know the story, the story of Miriam. When they spoke, God came down and he said, ah, you're talking about my friend like this. You know, I'm omnipresent. God is everywhere. So you're not going to speak about my friend like that in my presence. You're not going to speak about my friend like that in my presence. You see, God will begin to defend you. Even when you're not there. In his presence, no one will speak, speak ill of you. Mm-hmm. Remember, God is everywhere. So anywhere in the world, any witch that will try to come against you, mm. God will deal with them. Come on. Any wizard that will try to come against you, God will deal with them. Yes. Because he's everywhere. Come on. And in his presence, no one can speak ill of you. Wow, wow, wow. That is the friend that we have in God. That is the friend that we have with God, Amen. a defender, yeah. Amen. someone who will fight for you, someone who will fight for you, even when you're not around. So you can walk around knowing, me, I am protected. Me, I walk with the God who is all-powerful. Yeah. I walk with the creator. So no one, no one can stand against the God that I serve. No one can stand against my friend God. That is the friend that we have. You see, and this is why it's such an important time to go deeper with Christ. Because Christians, we're experiencing persecution right now. We're experiencing persecution right now. Ill, Ill is being spoken of us day in and day out. And if we were close to God and we knew this, we wouldn't worry because we know that this situation is in God's hands. We know that God is going to deal with these people. So you have nothing, nothing to fear. 
You see, let's look at Abraham. God was about to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. God was about to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And God was like, shall I do this thing without revealing it to my friend Abraham? Shall I do this thing without revealing it to him? You see the beauty of being a friend of God. Mysteries start to get unveiled to you. You start to receive mysteries from on high. You start to receive information of things to happen before they come. If that's not evidence also of the father that we have, I don't know what more is. Because we've all all seen the prophecy videos. So many things that are happening in the world today, he said them way back in March. And they're happening now. God said, let me reveal this to my friend, Prophet Elia. And we're seeing it all come to pass. What are we afraid of? Everything that is to happen has been revealed to his servant. Mm. If that's not motivation for you to come closer to God, then I don't know what is. Mm. To develop a more intimate relationship with Christ. Even for yourself, even for your own life. Mm -hmm. God, I'm seeking direction. Intimacy. God, my family needs healing. Intimacy and friendship with Christ. You see, when you begin to go deeper with Christ... Your sphere of influence, your sphere of protection Mm -hmm. begins to increase. It starts from yourself and then it it starts to expand to your family members. And we actually see this when, again, God is about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. We see, we see, uh, can you all hear me? We see this when God is about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. We see him negotiating with Abraham. Abraham is negotiating with God. He's gotten to that level. He's now a friend of God, right? He's talking to God. God, if there are this many people, will you do it? He says no. If there are this many people, will you do it? He says no. If there are this many people, he says no. You see, your sphere of influence begins to expand, not just from you, but to your family, to your neighborhood, to your city, to your nation, to an entire continent, to the whole world. That is the power that you begin to have when you're close to God. That is the power that you begin to have when you're a friend of God. Amen. Teach. Thank you, Jesus. Chai. (laughs) Come on. Deep, deep. That is why you ought to develop a relationship with God. That is why you ought to seek God deeper. My desire for you is after this life, you will actually begin to seek God more. Your desire to be close to God will actually increase. A lot of you have families that are sick. You have families that are sick, family members that need healing, family members that need deliverance. That key is inside of you. That key is inside of your relationship with God. If you would only seek God, says the Spirit of the Lord, if you would only seek me, you will find me. If you would only seek me, your people will be healed. Your nation will be healed. Your family will be healed. Your family will be healed. Your family will be delivered. Your nation will be delivered, says the spirit of the living God. Seek God some more. Don't be comfortable with a surface level relationship with God. Because he wants to go closer to you. 
He's opened that door for you to be close with him. He's opened that door for you to be close with him. He's opened that door for you to be in constant communication with him. For you to be able to bless your family. For you to be able to bring healing and restoration to your family. For you to bring prosperity to your own family. Those who know their God shall do great exploits. I know that scripture is used for financial prosperity, like you will prosper, you will do this, you'll be able to. Yes, that is true. But you'll be able to bless an entire nation. You'll be able to deliver an entire nation. Mm. You'll be able to deliver an entire people, Mm. bring healing to an entire people. When you know your God, healing and miracles become easy. You will do great exploits. Hearing from God, getting visions, all those things will be easy because of your intimacy, your closeness with Christ. That is the benefit. That is the benefit of what we have in God. That is the benefit of being a friend of God. Ah, my brother Bantu and Dr. Ch- my brothers Bantu and Dr. Chai are here. <laughs> I honor you guys. I honor you for your offering. God bless you. May God increase you. It's good to see you guys. <laughs> Betty Solomon, I see you. Debbie and Elias, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Demetria Mathis, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. John V. Elias, my brother, God bless you. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. So that is the friend that we have with God. That is the friend that we have. And he wants us to have that relationship with him. You know, one of the beauties of having God as your friend is, you know, he intercedes on your behalf to himself. He intercedes on your behalf to himself. Let me find out. There's a scripture I, I I want to share with you. Because I'm starting to see that God... Thank you, Holy Spirit. God has opened up so many doors for you to actually be in constant communication with him. Not only do you have direct communication with him, but he's also playing the role of interceding on your behalf to himself. Can you see how close God wants us to be with him? Can you see how close God wants us to be with him? Job says, Job 16, 20 to 21. My intercessor is my friend. My intercessor is my friend. As my eyes pour out tears to God, as my eyes pour out tears to God, on behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. Chai. My intercessor is my friend. As my eyes pour out tears to God, on behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. Hi. This one touches my heart. I'll read it one more time. (laughs) My intercessor is my friend. As my eyes pour out tears to God, on behalf of a man, he pleads with God 
as one pleads for a friend. That is the friend we have in Jesus. He's constantly pleading on our behalf. Not only did he say he's going to counsel you, not only is he a wonderful counselor directly counseling you, but in your tears, he's also pleading to himself for you. He's also interceding on your behalf. He's collecting your tears and saying, God, my friend is crying. My friend is in pain. My friend seeks healing. My friend seeks deliverance. Help him, Lord. Help him. This is the friend that we have in God. This is how much he loves us. This is how much he cares for us. God loves us, family. As you go throughout the Bible, he's constantly opening up those doors. He's constantly showing you the different ways that is going to be communicating with you, the different ways that is going to be assisting you. That is the love that we have from our God. That is what salvation opened. That is the door that salvation opened. A friend who forgives an affront fosters friendship. God is trying to foster a friendship with all of us. God is trying to foster a relationship with us. God is trying to get us to a point where we are all close with him. That door never closes. That door of intimacy never closes. That is the friend that we have in God. That is the friend that we have in God. You know, tonight, one of the things that I want us to do is I want us to also, to, to, we're going to be praying tonight. Amen. We're going to be praying tonight because prayer is that communication with God. Mm-hmm. Prayer is that communication with God. If you're not praying, if you're not praying, if you're not praying, if you're not praying, We don't have a relationship with God. Papalo always says a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. How can you walk in the benefits of God if you're not close to him? How can you walk in the power of God if you're not close to him? How can you access heaven if you're not close to him? You know, um, this one night I was, I was, I was praying and I went to sleep and all of a sudden I was in a, I was in a very random place. It looked like a, it looked like a hospital. I didn't understand what was going on because there were a lot of sick people around, you know, and it looked like so many families, so many families were there trying to pray for their loved ones on their deathbed. And I'm like, God, why am I here? So I'm walking around, I'm walking around, I'm seeing the different rooms, I'm seeing the different rooms, I'm seeing the different people. I'm seeing the different people. 
even to myself, I was like, God, are you trying to, uh, am, I, am I supposed to resurrect these people? Am I supposed to bring healing and restoration to these people? Because it doesn't make sense why I'm here. I don't understand. So as I walked, I opened a door. And then when I opened that door, I ended up in, I can't describe it, it almost felt, in what felt like almost like a, like a desert place. And then there was like an entity that looked like a human being, but not really. And so I got scared and I started crying out. I'm like, ha, ah, Lord, today I'm done. <laughs> you finished me. <laughs> so I'm crying out, I'm crying out, I'm crying out. So I started crying out for angels. I, this, I cried all the names of angels that I knew. I was like, Gabriel, Uriel, Michael, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> <laughs> so the entity kept coming down, kept coming down, coming down, and I was like, ah, no one is responding, I'm by myself today. <laughs> I thought, Lord, ah, today I'm done. You've come to collect me today. <laughs> and then, um, and then, so I'm crying out, I'm crying out, and then a figure popped up. But this figure looked like a dinosaur, but it was a very white, very pale dinosaur. And then just as whatever it was tried to come and attack me, that dinosaur appeared and ate it up. And then another man appeared. But he looked like he looked like he was like a servant of God, you know, but he looked like he was someone who was lost and he was trying to figure out something. So I couldn't really tell, like I couldn't even really tell whether it was a man of God or not. But what happened was he went to the entity that had just saved me and he started speaking to it. And he said, what, 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 must I, what must I do? What must I do? And the entity said, you tried to access the heavens, without the high heavens, without having a close relationship, without clinging. These were the exact words. You tried accessing the high heavens without clinging to the one who created them. Wow. And the guy got turned away. Wow. And then I got pulled out. And I remember waking up thinking, Lord, right now my desire is to be close to you. My desire is to be close to you. My desire is to cling to you. My understanding of that was God wants his people to cling to him. God wants his people to cling to him. God wants his people to be close to him. God wants his people to be close to him. God wants his people to rely on him. Because he's a reliable friend. Mm. He's a reliable friend. He's not a friend that will leave you in the middle of the night. Maybe you're stranded somewhere. You're trying to call your friends to come and pick you up. You're like, guys, I need help. I need help. And no one shows up. Mm. And sometimes it may not even be their fault. They may not be able to help. Mm. But in Jesus, we have a friend who can actually help. Mm. Who, when you call, will not only come, but will have the ability and the resources to actually help you. God wants us to cling to him, people. God wants us to cling to him and to be tight with him. So my desire is for all of you to be friends of God. My desire for you is for you to foster that friendship. Because he's already fostering the friendship on his end. He's forgiven you. Have you forgiven yourself? Because by you not forgiving yourself, you're the one who's now alienating yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're the one who's closing that door. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So you have to forgive yourself. 
We all make mistakes. And God wants me to tell someone today that you're forgiven. God wants me to tell you today that forgive that person that hurt you. Let go of that hurt. Let go of that thing that is preventing you and stopping you from being close to him. Don't hold that resentment. Don't hold that anger. Don't hold that anger. Don't hold that anger. Don't hold that anger, says the Spirit of the Lord. Don't hold that anger, says the Spirit of the Lord. Whatever may have been done to you in the past, let it go. I am here for you and I will be your therapist. I will counsel you in your time of need. Your tears are not in vain. I will collect your tears. I will intercede on your behalf. I will collect your tears and I will intercede on your behalf. Let it go. I will be the one to heal you. I will be the one to bring restoration to you, says the spirit of the living God. Let it all go, people. Don't let anything, don't let anything stand in the way of your relationship with Christ. Don't let anything stand in the way of your relationship with Christ. The doors are open for you. You just have to look within yourself to let go. You have to look within yourself to decide how am I going to walk into these doors? How am I going to walk through these doors? What should I do? And God has given you the answers. Let it all go. I will bring that restoration to you. I will bring that healing to you. Nobody else will but me. Nobody else will but me. I want us to get into deep prayer. And, you know, I'm only here before you for a short time. And I'm going to stop here today. There's so much more that I could keep sharing. There's so much more that I could keep sharing. And, you know, David was always good at, at encouraging himself in the Lord. He was always good at reminding himself of the benefits Amen. of being a friend of God. Mm. Actually, could you open uh, Psalm 103? Mm-hmm. I want us to just go through Psalm 103 because I think Psalm 103 is going to bless someone. Psalm 103 is going to bless someone. Amen. Psalm 103, verse 1. Psalm 103, uh, read from, yeah, read from verse 1. Read from verse 1. A Psalm of David. Uh, Can you read louder? Yeah. A Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, Mm -hmm. and all that is within me. Yes. Bless his holy name. Yes. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and Uh, forget not all his benefits. Stop there. Read that again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. That is what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. This message was just a reminder of the benefits of the friend that we have in God. Amen. If you're new to Christ, now you've learned some of the benefits that God has put before you. Amen. Now you've learned some of the benefits that God has put before you and is calling you to come and walk with him. Yes. Because he's an ever-reliable friend. Yes. You're supposed to continuously remind yourself 
of the benefits of God. Constantly remind yourself. I hope you're taking notes because the things that we learned today, these are the things that you need to remind yourself daily. These are the things that you need to remind yourself daily. These things need to be written in your heart. These things need to be written in your heart because this is the God that we serve, a God with benefits. This is a true friend with benefits. This is a true friend with benefits. Uh, Continue, continue. Verse 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Wait, read that that part again. Who healeth what? Who healeth all thy diseases. All thy diseases. He healeth all thy diseases. That's a benefit of God. Keep going. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who redeemeth that life from... This is a friend that is going to save you. Save you. Right. Who laid down his life for you? From destruction. Yeah. The enemy might try to take you out. People might try to destroy your career. Mm. People might try to destroy your business. Mm. But God redeems you from what? Distraction. Yeah. Keep going. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Uh-huh. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things. Who satisfies thy mouth with what? Good things. Keep going. Read that next part. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. So your youth is renewed by the good things that you receive from your friend Jesus. Amen. Your youth is renewed by the good things that you receive from your friend Jesus. What are those good things? What are those good things? Mm. You have to decide in your life, what are the good things that I am seeking Mm. from God? What are the good things that I'm going to receive from God? Mm. You see, we spoke about this earlier. Peter was blessed with a successful business. That man had a tremendous grace of business and money. (laughs) God was directing him. Oh, cast your fish this side. Cast your nets this side. He caught many, plenty fish. Mm -hmm. We need to pay taxes. Go, there's a fish that is over there and you're going to find money inside of it. (laughs) He's satisfying thy mouth with good things. If you would only develop that relationship with Christ, Mm. go deeper with him. Bishop Richard said it. There's the front side of the cross and there's the back side of the cross. The front side, which is salvation, is free. That's the one that opened the door to the fostering of that friendship with God. The backside of the cross is the one that takes work. It's the one that requires you now to develop that intimacy with Christ for you to receive what's next. Mm. That's good. That's the one that opens the door for you you to receive those good things. Thank you. So you go deeper with Christ, you begin to receive direction. Mm. Even of the people you're supposed to interact with, the people you're not supposed to interact with, you begin to be told, ah, go to such and such a street and you will meet this person. Go to such and such a place and you will meet this person. And that person is surely going to bless you. Same thing happened to Elijah. I have ordered a widow to feed you. 
I have ordered a widow to feed you. Elijah's mouth was satisfied with good things. Elijah's mouth was satisfied with good things. Keep going. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Uh huh. He frees his people. He brings deliverance. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. You see, he fights for you. He defends you. Yes. That is the God that we serve. Keep going. He made known his ways unto Moses, his mm-hmm. acts unto the children of Israel. You see, this is when you begin to experience deeper things of God. This is when you begin to experience mysteries. Mm-hmm. You begin to experience miracles. Amen. You begin to experience miracles. Amen. You begin to experience wonders, signs and wonders. Yeah. All these things begin to happen. Mm-hmm. All these things begin to happen. All these things begin to happen. I want to keep going, but make sure you read. Actually, wait, there should be a verse that says he separates our sins. I just want to touch on this one before. Yes. Verse 12. Yeah. Please read that one. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. You see, this is the God that wants to foster that friendship with you. The Bible says your sin has separated you from me. So God is separating those transgressions from you. He's removing you from that. He brought that that salvation so that he can foster that friendship with you. Again, he's eliminating those things that are preventing you from having a relationship with God, from having intimacy with him, from having a closeness with him. This is the God that we serve. This is the God that we serve. So before we start praying, we have a few minutes left, and before we start praying, I want, us, I want us to give our seeds. Number six is the number of man. And we want to pray that God will help us with our weaknesses. God will help us with those things that are preventing us from having a relationship with him. It might be unforgiveness. It might be resentment. It might be hurt. Whatever it may be, it might be an addiction. I want you to sow a seed with the number six. It can be 600, 6,000, 6 million, 60 million, whatever it may be. A seed of six. Because I believe God is going to bring healing and restoration to a lot of people. All those things that you're struggling with that are going to prevent you, that have been preventing you from developing that relationship with God, that have been separating you from God, God is about to bring healing and deliverance to his people today. For some of you, it may be your family members that are facing an obstacle that is preventing them from having that close relationship with God. That is what I want us to receive today. That is the healing and the deliverance that I want our people to receive today. You know, Papa doesn't need our money. He's a blessed man. He's a blessed man. He's Grammy nominated. You know, speaking of him being blessed, there's a scripture that I actually read uh, quite recently. And it changed my outlook on on seeding. Mm. It changed my outlook on seeding and giving. The Bible says this in uh, Genesis 12, 2 to 3. Mm-hmm. And I will make of thee a great nation, 
and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. If you bless a man who is blessed, God will take it upon himself to bless you. That is what God showed me. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee. So if you're blessing someone who's been blessed by God, God now steps in and says, look, you've blessed this person, so now I am going to bless you. You're blessing someone who's already a millionaire. How can you bless someone who's a millionaire? Someone who already has everything he needs. Someone who is spiritually prosperous. Someone who is physically prosperous. Someone who is prosperous in his career. Someone who is prosperous with his family. You bless them. God will take it upon himself to bless you. So I want to give you all some time. We're going to play a song. And then we're going to come back and we're going to get in prayer. And then after this, I really want all of you to continue in this mode of prayer, to continue in this, this, in this seeking God, in this mode of seeking to go deeper with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Blessings, everyone. Blessings, everyone. We are back. I saw a name that I recognized. I recognized my brother, Nilo Fernandez, there on YouTube. This guy is a man who has held my hand for a long time. He's a man who has blessed me. He's a man who has blessed me tremendously. My time of need, he showed up so much. Without thinking, without anything, he really, really held my hand. So I just want to thank God for him. I really want to thank God for him because he's, he's been such a tremendous blessing in my life. I love you, my brother, and I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you soon. Uh, grab your prayer shawls or your prayer mantles if you have any. We don't have much time. I really want us to go into prayer. I just want to kickstart us into that mode of prayer. And this is not going to stop here. I don't want your prayer to stop here. When we get off, continue in prayer. Continue in prayer when we get off this life. Because the deeper you go with God, the deeper you go with God, I promise you, I promise you, God is going to show you things that you have never so seen before. He's going to elevate you to a place that you have never been before. Cling to Jesus. Cling to Jesus. If you have your prayer show, just type amen. If you have your prayer show, type amen. Rovuta la bacanta la bacata baca. Recutelebe sanda baca. Mevroti dia sada la bacante le mandia santo. Mivratica alonde avrudia sante le mandica onte. Racatala baba 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 baba. Levrotelebe sadia cante divatica onde inglasias ongle miravida santa. Revotika alia ande elemandia santo. Revutika alonde inglastias angle miravida santa eluvia santo. Eluvia santo amedika ante ivradia onte eluvia santa. Recotelebante inglastias angle miravida santo eluvia onto. Rovotika ante evratika ande eluvia anta. Rakata la ba 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 You are all that matters Owe Owe You are all that matters Owe Owe You are all that matters Owe Owe You are all that matters all right, our first prayer point. I just want for us to pray that God will remove anything that is within us, whether it is resentment, whether it is anger, whether it is hurt, whatever it may be, whether it is addictions. The grace for deliverance is here today. The grace for deliverance is here today. I want us to pray for that. 
I want us to pray that God is going to move in our lives and bring healing and deliverance to our lives and to those of our families. Just as Jesus is interceding on our behalf, you should intercede for your families also in this moment. Intercede for your families also in this moment. Let us pray. Rakatala baba baba barekutelebe santele mandia sante. Rivatika alonde inglastias angle miravida sante elemandia anta. Mevroiden ista vricalia ongle aruvida santa levutia ante. Laisi constelestine glory fantelino avristas angle miravida sante eluvia anta. Father, all your children, Father, that are suffering, Father, be it from disease, O Lord, be it from hurt, Father, bring deliverance today, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Bring deliverance for your children today, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Whatever hardness may be in their hearts, Father, I pray, Father, that you bring healing and restoration upon their lives today. I pray that you bring healing and restoration upon their lives today. Whether it may be hurt from the church, whether it may be hurt from their leaders, whether it may be hurt from their families, O oh Lord. May healing, Father, come upon them, O oh Lord. May healing come upon them, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, everything that is preventing them, Father, from coming close to you. May you bring healing and restoration, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Everything, Father, that is preventing your children, Father, from coming closer to you, O oh Lord. I remove it in this moment, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, I pray for deliverance, Father, for your children. I pray for deliverance from your children. Those that are suffering from addictions, be thou delivered in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Whether it is drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever it may be, be delivered in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, I send angels to your children's homes in this moment to clear house, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Every demonic entity, I destroy it in this moment. Every demonic entity, I destroy it in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Rekutele besante iladika ante mevrudika ante inglastias ongle. Maruvida sante meluvia anta. Iradika onte elemandi ya santo levutika angle. Auna oshe elemande 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 elemande. I send angels to their homes right now, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, let healing and restoration come in their homes. Every demonic entity coming against your children, I destroy it. Rakatala baba 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 ba. Rekutelebe sante ivradika ante elemandia santo. Mivradika ante elemandia santa revutika alonde imandia santa. Lord, I am here for you, O Lord. I'm here to intercede on behalf of your children, Father. I'm here to intercede on behalf of your children, O Lord. I'm here to intercede on behalf of your children, Father. 
Father, bring healing to your children, Lord. Bring healing to your children, Lord. Bring restoration, Father. Bring deliverance, O Lord. Those that are suffering from depression, Father, just as you pulled me out, Father, just as you used your servants to pull me out, I pull your children out of depression, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. I pull your children out of depression in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, I stand on behalf of the nation of America, Lord. I pray, Father, that you bring healing and restoration, Father, to this people. I pray, Father, that all those that are suffering from past hurt, O Lord, I pray that you bring healing to them, Father. I pray that you bring healing to the multitudes of people that have suffered from oppression, that have suffered from hurt. I pray that you bring healing to the millions of families across the nation, Lord. Vratuya labante inglasias ongle miravida santa evrua salonte. All that matters, Lord. You are all that matters. You are all that matters. What would have become of me? Could no one have you? Rakata la basante le badika a. Rokuta la basante elemandia santa. Revutika angles inglastias ongle miravida sante. Rokuyata la basante iradika anto inglastias angle miruvida sante. Rekotele besante lemandia sante. Rokuya salabante iradika anto inglastias ongle miravida sante. You are all that matters. Next up, I want us to pray for healing, for those that are sick. For those that are sick. For our families. Let us pray for them. As friends of God, we have that direct communication with God. We have the ability to intercede on the people that are sick, for God to bring healing. Our sphere of influence has grown today. And there are going to be divine miracles that are going to take place in this moment. Under the grace of this house, the house of Elias. Father, we bring healing to the many that are that are sick, O oh Lord. Every infirmity, we pull it out in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Every infirmity, we pull it out in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, we know that you have the power and the ability to bring healing. Father, we bring healing to your people right now. We bring restoration to your people right now. Those that are suffering, Father, with this demon sickness, O oh Lord, this COVID, Father, we bring healing and restoration to them in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. All around the world, Father, as your friends, Father, we intercede on behalf of your people. 
Bring healing and restoration, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Bring healing and restoration, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, let your power flow forth from us, Father, and let it reach the four corners of the earth. Bringing healing and restoration to your people, Father, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Rakudi ba angle evratika ante eluvida anto. Mivratika ande aluya antante iratika ante aluviest angle. Maronde, 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 maronde. Ivratika alonde inglasias angle meruvida santa. Reko telebante inglasias angle miravida santa. HIV, COVID, whatever it may be, cancer. I declare healing upon your life in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Whether it is your business that is seeking healing, I declare healing in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Whether it is your finances that need healing, I bring healing in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Jehovah suddenly will suddenly bring healing to you. May Jehovah suddenly bring sudden healing to you right now. May Jehovah sudden bring sudden healing to your finances right now. Rakutelebe sante revlande imadia santo avrutika alonde. Marudia avonte inglastes angle miravida sonte aluvia anta. Rakatalaba sante levandia anto meruvia santa. Rekutelebante ivradia anto meruvia sonte. Rakuta la basante ivradia onte aluvia anta. Father, I pray that your hand will be upon your people. I pray, Father, that your power will flow through your people's bodies from head to toe, bringing healing and restoration. I thank you, Father, that today your people have been transformed. I thank you, Father, that healing and restoration has come upon your people today. And I thank you, Father, that they'll be able to walk deeper with you today. I thank you for the love that you have showered your people with. I thank you, Father, for showing us that you are an ever-reliable and sweet friend, O Lord. Father, may your people forever be reminded of your benefits and your goodness and your love for them. People of God, I love you all. I pray that the Lord God, our Father, the Lord of our Father, Prophet Lovi, the God of Abraham, the God of Moses. May he bring healing and restoration to you. And I pray that you reveal yourself more and more and more and more. Our whole walk with God is based on him revealing himself to us. That is why it's called revelation. And I pray that God will reveal himself more to you. I love you all. Continue in prayer tonight. Stay in prayer. Communicate with God. That door is open for you. God bless you. Have a good night. Until next time, shalom, shalom.